This is What The Flux. I'm Brett. And I'm Justin. And it's Monday, the 20th of December. Justin, nearly 50,000 Facebook users in more than 100 countries may have been hacked by surveillance companies working for government agencies or private clients just when it couldn't get worse for Facebook. It ain't a good look, my friend. Definitely not a good look. B-Man, the annual leave balances of Aussies have hit a record high thanks to COVID putting holiday plans on hold. Makes sense. We've banked up nearly 185 million days worth of leave. That's 35 million more than in last year. And B-Man, Qantas, Virgin, and even young old Rexy must be <laughs> licking their lips. Three luxurious stories today, Justin. Let's do it. For our first, Rocked, the e-commerce tech unicorn, just smashed the record for the largest single venture capital raising in Australian history. Move over, Canva. There is a new tech unicorn in town. Yeah. What is the story, Brett? So Rocked is an e-commerce tech company that was founded by the former Jetstar CEO back in 2014. That's Rocked, R-O-K-T. And what they do is they let advertisers get exposure to new customers via partner websites. For example, if you book a flight with Qantas to Sydney, Mm -hmm. when you finish your purchase, you might be shown deals for hotels or car rentals. And Brett, it's hugely successful because it knows that the customer's buying intention is pretty high at that moment. Yep, credit card is already out. And Juzzy Boy, more than 3,000 brands now use Rocked e-commerce technology. And now it's got plans for an IPO in the US in 2023. And to get ready for this IPO, Rocked has raised a record $458 million in pre-IPO capital. Which makes it the largest single venture capital raise in Australian history. Wow, so what is the key learning here? Pre-IPO capital is money raised by a company in the lead up to its planned initial public offering. The idea here is that a company raises money to majorly accelerate their growth numbers prior to going public. And generally, they start the process anytime from about 3 months to 18 months prior to the company's planned listing. And Justin, these can get pretty risky for investors. Talk me through why. These kinds of capital raises are generally offered without an official prospectus for the IPO. In other words, the disclosure documents that a company needs to file with ASIC when they want to go public. On top of that, my friend, there's no guarantee when or even if the company will actually undertake an IPO. So to compensate the investors for that risk, generally the company will offer shares at a discount to the planned IPO price. For our second story, Spotify has just bought Australian podcast tech platform Wooshka with big plans to gain a foothold in the so-called broadcast to podcast space. This is big news in the pod space, Brett. What is the story? So Wooshka is a bit of an all-in-one podcast platform. We're talking hosting podcasts, distributing podcasts, promoting podcasts, and it launched back in 2016. They basically help professionals and businesses produce audio content, but their real specialty is broadcast to podcast technology. And that means? Well, it means they can turn radio broadcasts into podcasts. And Brett, it's this capability that attracted music behemoth Spotify. So what's the key learning here? Over the last five to ten years, the podcast industry has shifted from largely being a bunch of early adopters and indie creators to a fully fledged commercial operation. And the broadcast to podcast space has been a key driver for this growth over the last few years. And B-Man, for radio stations, this expansion into the podcast space kind of makes a whole lot of sense. Because they're just taking the same content from a radio station Mm -hmm. show and repurposing it for podcasts. And commercially, it also makes a whole lot of sense because long podcasts mean more opportunities for more ads. Here's the crux, Justin. Create the show once, sell it twice, radio and podcast. Plus, for listeners, we all want to listen to our favourite radio shows whenever and wherever we want. 
audience. And by acquiring Wooshka, Spotify can tap into a whole new audience base. Mm-hmm. For our third and final story, the US Federal Reserve has said that it's going to increase interest rates next year Ooh. as inflation gets a little out of hand. It's getting hot over here, Justin. What, oh what, is the story? All right. Well, first things first, Brett. In the US, it was announced that CPI rose 6.8% in November. Now, what that means, FluxFam, is that a basket of goods and services from November 2021 mm-hmm. increased by 6.8% compared to November 2020. And this is the largest increase in CPI since June 1982. And this is a key indicator of inflation. And now, experts say the US Federal Reserve will announce a new policy which is likely to lead to two or three interest rate hikes in 2022. And again, my friend, three to four in 2023. And B-Man, while here in Oz, our inflation has sat between three and 3.8% this year, it's still a sign of the intense inflation that may come to Australia. Oh boy, so what is the key learning here? One of the key jobs of the Federal Reserve or Central Bank here in Australia is to keep price growth stable. And the way they do this is through inflation targets. Now B-Man, in Australia, our inflation target is around 2 to 3% over time. And uh, Justin, Mr. Smarty Pants, how do they achieve <laughs> that target over time? Well, basically, interest rates and inflation tend to have a bit of an inverse relationship. I.e., when interest rates are high, inflation tends to be low. And when interest rates are low, like right now, inflation can get pretty high. Flux family, this is our last week of the pod for 2021, and we'll be back in mid-jam. Let's be honest, the business news gets pretty boring over the New Year's period, Brett, so we're taking a break. In the meantime, hit us up on Insta, TikTok, or the Flux website for any shout-outs or feedback for 2022. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you tomorrow.